This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Monday, August the 22nd, 2016. Hey, good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour, August the 22nd. How's your Monday? Thank you for joining us. My name's Homer Lopez. This is the Patriot Radio News Hour. What do we do? The physical delivery of gold and silver. It's as easy as giving us a call at one 800 951 The lovely Sarah is here today to answer your calls. Walk you through your order, perhaps answer any questions you may have. Or you can go check us out online at allamericangold.com. Take a look at the product. It's as easy as point and click, and your order will be shipped and delivered to you. It's that simple. This show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group and its CEO, its owner. He's the man who puts the money where his mouth is. Why? Because he pays for this show. It's his opinion. And I'm here to tell you he does the research. He backs it up. Joe Jaquin, how are you on a Monday, bro? I know it. Monday again already. Uh, man, I'm just not ready today. You know, you ever, you have one of those days, and you're like, oh, already? What happened? You know, I... I felt like I just was here, and I'm back. I'm here to tell you, um, I feel like I should be ready because I did absolutely nothing. You want to talk about a lazy Sunday? I did it right. I never left the house. <laughs> I, cooked, I cooked my family a nice lunch yesterday. And uh, I didn't realize I was that good of a cook, but I'm good. Okay. I'm really good, man. I tell you what, I made some chicken enchiladas yesterday that knocked you out. They were out of sight. They were so happy with me. They were. Everybody loved you uh, for what, about what, you know, 30 minutes. They love me for my cooking. That's about it. Let me tell you. <laughs> hey, at least they love you for something. There you go. I mean, right? That's, that's, a good, uh, that's always a good thing. We've got a, a really good show lined up for you today. We're going to be talking, and I... And I Mentioned this on Friday. Uh, there was a big report out by Goldman Sachs, of all people. You know, the, these guys, remember now, these are the same people that eight and nine months ago were telling you don't buy gold and it's going to 1000 it's going to 900 it's going to 700 and now they've uh, changed their tune a little bit. But talking about the mining side of things, uh, a lot of the pinstripe bandits would like you to believe that when you buy a mining company that somehow you bought gold or you bought silver and really what you've got is nothing more than a hole in the ground with a liar standing over it uh but we're going to talk about mine supply not only for gold also some people speculating on what the future holds for silver mine supply as well and the I guess the last there of it, so we'll cover that today. We're going to talk a little bit about, I've gotten a little farther along in uh, Tom Hartman's The Crash of 2016, one of the books that is available at allamericangold.com. And, you know, he's a, a progressive, a liberal, however you'd like to, uh, to classify it, but it is incredible the parallels uh, that that he draws between all of the economic crises of yesteryear
talking about the banksters, uh, the politricksters, the elite, uh, the Illuminati, the one percenters, whatever you'd like to call them. Um, I'm going to share with you a couple of quotes uh, from that. And then we're also going to briefly delve into Jackson Hole and the big meeting that is going to be attended by all of these banksters and everyone speculating on what it is that Janet Yellen and the rest of the Federal Reserve could possibly have to say. Well, let me just tell you, if you're not a multimillionaire, you're not even invited oh, to Jackson Hole. you got to be more, yeah. Multimillionaire? Yeah, it, it's getting close. you got to be uh, at least a hundred million plus type guy, and I don't even think a hundred million would get it done. But you know what? This is what has been hijacked from the American people. Here's a group of what, what do we want to call bankers. Uh, here's a group of uh, the quote unquote super educated that haven't been able to see a single economic crisis in the hundred plus years that they've been in existence. They didn't see the crash of 29 coming. Didn't see any depression in the 30s. Never saw the hyperinflation of the 70s coming. The crash of the 80s. They didn't see the tech bubble. They definitely didn't see the housing bubble. And they for sure, as you know what, didn't see any financial crisis. So why is it? Is it an auto bubble coming? Right. Why is it that we even care about what these people have to say? Why aren't we really, you know what, really what, what is amazing to me is, why aren't we all protesting in Jackson Hole to get rid of these people? Because the only one thing that really is clear is they don't care about you or I. They never have. That was never their intention. When Alexander Hamilton and uh, a few of the others that were pushing for the central bank back when the founding fathers got started wasn't to enrich the people. It was to enrich the already rich. And as we've watched history play out, we continually give them the power and watch them crush us with it. It'll be a good show. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back. I'm going to Jackson. I'm going to mess around. Yeah, I'm going to Jackson. Look out, Jackson Town. Little Johnny Cash for you, man. That's Johnny and June Cash. Thank you, Ramon. I wonder if they were talking about Jackson Hole. Probably not, but close enough. But it is. It's truly amazing. Here it is. That the, I guess, the people that we allegedly entrusted to make sure that the, well, what do they say? Full employment and the strong dollar are supposed to be their mandates. Of course, now their mandates are uh, full employment and by any means necessary. That means we have to lie, cheat, and steal. 
and pretend that's what we'll do. And they'll have you believe right now we're at 4.8% unemployment. <laughs> We've met full employment. <laughs> I know it is amazing. It's true. Of course, forget about the way that they've changed how they account for all that stuff to make it seem like it's real. And yet when they're on the TV, when I watch television, and it's getting harder and harder to do. You know what? That's why cable TV is so popular. Because you need more places to just turn the channel because they just spew nonsense. They tricked you all into doing your 401Ks. Right? Save money with us. Put your money with the elite. And you just let it say, you don't worry about anything. We'll take care of it. That's like you saying, hey, you know what, stranger? Tell you what, we're going to go away for a while. Why don't you just stay in our house and you take care of it and see how that works? Oh, and here's my uh, passcode to my password to my bank account. Here's my password to all my savings. I trust you. I trust you. Of course, we learned last week that the government now is going to save all of you from those evildoers and those thieves that they allowed you to rip you off for decades. I gotta believe they can't believe it worked. You know what I'm saying? I gotta believe they're like, wow, how did we get them to fall for that? Right? Don't you think over? I mean, it's, it's kind of like when bottled water came out, we're gonna make people pay for this. <laughs> you know, yeah, I think, you know what? It was the French who came up with water. Look at those stupid Americans. Watch this. I make them buy water. You know, I mean, that's just exactly what happened. <laughs> Y'all just fell right for it, man. <laughs> we did, too. Fell right for it. They're like, we'll give it a fancy name. We'll call it Evian. Evian water. <laughs> a stupid American. They'll drink that water. I, I forget Three the name. Three bucks for a bottle of water. You're buying it, people. I forget the name, but they're, they're actually bottling water right here in Phoenix. I mean, come on. Yeah, they put a label that says Perrier. Le Perrier on it. Le You're Perrier. drinking it. We, we. <laughs> but we have. They, they are, this is how great they are. You know what, seriously, you have to give credit. They've got not one, not two, not three, but four channels dedicated to them telling you how great they are. Right? Every morning you wake up and you've got all these, what, what stock channels should I watch today? And they self-promote. And, and really, when you look at what they've really done, They've only enriched, well, they call it the 1%, but let's face it, it's a whole lot less than that. If you're just one of the, the majority of the one percenters, you're not allowed at Jackson Hole. But here, this is out of uh, Hartman's book, talking about uh, FDR. After the last great cat crash, FDR understood he was up against more than an economic crisis. He was also up, up against a counter-revolution, which had caused the great crash and was unabashedly seeking to hang on to the power of our government and the economy that they had held for the last two decades. Of course, remember, what was he referring to? Obviously, the creation of the Federal Reserve and the new central bank in 1913. 
They were America's wealthy bankers and industrialists who put their own enrichment ahead of the well-being of the nation with disastrous results. In his first inauguration in 1933, FDR alluded to the rulers of the exchange of mankind's goods who had failed. Talking about Wall Street. He told the nation that the practices of the unscrupulous money changers, remember Richard Nixon? Remember the clip I played? Was that last week I played Richard Nixon? And what was he talking about? The unscrupulous money changers. Interesting. 1933, what was FDR talking about? The unscrupulous money changers. That's a fancy word. I don't even know if it's fancy. Uh, that's just a word for banker and really uh, criminal. Of the unscrupulous money changer stands in the court of public opinion rejected by the hearts and minds of men. True that they have tried, but their efforts have been cast in the pattern of an outworn tradition. Faced by failure of credit, they have proposed only the lending of more money. Now think about, think about this. This is 1933. Don't tell me history doesn't repeat itself. A matter of fact, here's what we've done. We've decided that we've given up so much. Of these, they're so good. And they really are, like I said, you've got to give them credit. They've taken so much power. Look at the idiocracy we've allowed them to conduct today. Talking about the, the only thing that they can come up with. The only proposal they ever have. The lending of more money which is really nothing more than the creation of more debt. Stripped of the lure of profit by which to induce our people to follow their false leadership. They have resorted to extortion, pleading tearfully for the restored confidence. They, only, they know only the rules of a generation of self-seekers. They have no vision, and when there is no vision, the people perish. This was FDR in 1933, as we sit on the precipice of this meeting in Jackson Hole, where all of these same people are trying to, I don't even know who they're trying to convince anymore. Because I, I, I would tell you, right, I know for a fact, the vast majority of Americans don't even know that there's a meeting in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. You know what? I don't even know if the vast majority of Americans can point Wyoming out on a map. More or less know that there's some type of meeting going on there. Right? Uh, up above Idaho? Right, somewhere. <laughs> uh, Utah, Colorado, somewhere in there. North of there. Yeah, somewhere. And, you know, the funny thing is, 
is what system? Who are they protecting? Do you honestly think Janet Yellen is thinking about you and I when they talk about raising or lowering of interest rates? Do you think she's thinking about you as they're out there making up pretend funny money and pretending to buy all the debt that's out there? Were they protecting you when Congress voted to bail them all out? You know, it's funny, because they had another choice. I mean, well, they actually had a couple of choices. We could have done nothing, right? Let the laws of the land prevail. Everybody that was going to lose their homes lost their homes. Everybody, all the banks that should have went under all went under. Of course, that would have been all of them. Right, and we rebuild and we start over. And and really, hopefully start over being a little smarter about who we give the power to. Or the other option was, let's bail out the actual people. If it's a government for the people. Right, I mean, now, of course, I told you, Hartman, he's a progressive. Right, that's what they love to do, right? Let, let's let's uh, take it from somebody to give it to somebody else reward the failure but it is ironic that they bailed out the banks but not the citizenry right couldn't they have just paid people's mortgages instead of handing the check to the bank right hey this because the people are not lobbyists right, they're not right? the ones lining their pockets well, and I guess is that right I, i'm really getting to the fact that we have no power but this is how great they really are, because you know what? We are dumb enough to think that when we go to vote, that somehow we have the power. We don't have the power. I mean, we we learned that in this whole little election cycle, didn't we? Aren't we seeing that? And then now, all of a sudden, a guy who runs for the nomination for the Republican Party gets the most votes in history of any primary election ever. And none of the quote-unquote, I don't know what I want to call them, the major players of the Republican Party, the establishment, none of them support that? None of them? Not one of them? Why would that be? I mean, that defies logic. Yeah, you think they'd all be wearing the same uniform, well, the God, same right, hat? We're, we're going to ride the Trump coattails and all that. No. Instead, they what? They discredit, they smear, right? They 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 go out and start this campaign that I'm going to vote for Hillary and who would vote for this guy? He's a terrible person, right? A guy that up until then I think anybody would say was pretty successful. Absolutely, right? I mean, you wouldn't call Donald Trump a failure. A guy that probably, if he wanted to could go to the Jackson Hole meeting, not probably not today, but sure, sure, sure. Five, I mean, ten years, he could have went. You know, you know what's interesting, Joe, is on on Facebook, uh, liberals will post that Donald Trump has failed at eighteen businesses, has failed at several marriages, and they're they're trying to point out, you know, he's a failure. Okay, but Michael Jordan shot how many shots did he miss? To what he make, and all I'm saying here is, people, the philosophy is that you fail your way to success. Donald Trump has done it. You just can't call him a loser. You can't. 
Well, you can. Okay, but you know what? It has no. Can, I don't but, think. But, I, I don't but, think it has substance. But what I'm getting at, and what I want you to understand, this is how powerful they really are. They can. They took control, and we didn't even know it. You know, and I played that clip from Nixon to show you, to try to get you to understand that he was thinking he was fighting this fight against these bankers. And what did we do? We decided what? We really went all in, didn't we? And we gave it all away. We gave away all our jobs. We gave away all of our 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 trade surpluses and all the wealth that used to come into this country and it's slowly and not even slowly now I mean how can you call half a trillion dollars a year slow and these are the ones these are the people that orchestrated the entire thing you know it, it, it bodes the question how can stocks be near all time highs and yet the bond market are saying we're in the throes of a Great Depression. Right? The two don't make any sense. And so when you start to think about this is the depth that they have gone to to try to what? Not allow... Well, to try to hold on to the power. But when you realize, listen, when this thing is done, because it's not done, but it's going to be done, at least in my eyes, very soon, within the next decade or so. When this thing is done, we're going to want it all back, just like Eric, Eric's been talking about for years. Patriot Radio News Hour, we'll be back. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Mrs. Schlafly is a constitutional attorney, pro-family leader, and author of 25 books, including the best-selling A Choice, Not an Echo. And now, here's the founder of Eagle Forum, Phyllis Schlafly. At this year's Eagle Forum Collegian Summit, college students from all around the country came to Washington, D.C. to hear conservative leaders speak on the country's current issues. Among the topics discussed was the danger of a new constitutional convention, or CONCON, also called the Convention of States, or Article 5 Convention. Students heard from me through a series of our archive videos in which I dismantled the pro-con-con arguments. They learned that Article 5 provides no grounds for limiting the convention to only one or a few amendments. Instead, it simply says, Congress shall call a convention for proposing amendments in the plural. They also learned that the only rule for the convention is that Congress chooses the guy with the gavel, and he makes the rules. The liberal media will absolutely pressure a convention into destroying any good that might have come out of it. My son Andy then led a lively round of discussion with the students about Article 5 and a new constitutional convention. He explained the difference between professional politicians and the founding fathers who risked their lives for independence from Great Britain. No George Washingtons or James Madisons are to be found today, as they were in 1787. Andy explained how liberals from both parties in Congress would use the power of the call to hijack any good intentions of the states. Even any conservative delegates would be hounded into betraying their state's trust. 
He also showed that the requirement for the state's ratification would not block bad amendments. Instead, the media would drive the state legislatures to support them as they did with the 17th Amendment. At Eagle Forum's Collegian Summit, you can rest assured students learned about the dangers in CONCON. Like you, Eagle Forum believes the U.S. Constitution has stood the test of time, protecting our freedoms and providing for our prosperity. For a free report on the dangers of calling a constitutional convention, write Eagle Forum Radio, Alton, Illinois, 62002, and ask for information on the CONCON. That's Eagle Forum Radio, Alton, Illinois, 62002, or go to eagleforum.org. Thanks, and join us next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. 800-951-0592, that is our toll-free number. I highly recommend you put some gold and silver away, because what is coming, you know, they... They've, they've done their best to, to cover it up, to misrepresent the facts, right? They, they don't, you know, think about this, and I've been on this now for a while. Why don't we just use the actual data? Why don't we just get right down to it and let's just use the facts? Now, you see, back in the 30s and the 40s and the 50s and the 60s, even the 70s, Heck, even the 80s. But we didn't have these computers that could do, I don't even know, hundreds of millions of calculations per second. You know, people had to do paperwork, right? And then they'd do the paperwork by hand. Then they'd have to mail it somewhere. And then those people would have to do the paperwork by hand. Right, So getting the actual number took a lot of time. doesn't take any time today. If you don't think I'm right, I want, I want to point out another factual thing that's happened. Uh, McKinsey, they're a big research firm. They just conducted a study. It's called Poorer Than Your Parents. A new perspective on income from 2005 through 2014, based on actual market income from wages and capital. The study says 81 percent of U.S. citizens are worse off than they were a decade ago. Stocks at all time on. Bond market says what McKinsey just reiterated. We're in a depression. They can lie about it all they want. But the facts are the facts. And you know what? The only thing, think about what is the only thing that they propose? More debt. See it? More debt. And you think about all the debt, whether it's auto debt student loan debt. I mean, everybody, by the time most of these kids get out of college, they're saddled with debt that they've got no chance of ever coming out of. By the time they make their car payment, their student loan payment, their Obamacare payment, they're broke. 
and now we're going to sit here and try to pretend that some great words of economic wisdom are going to come out of Jackson Hole, Wyoming? Your kid's got a better chance at being a professional athlete than Janet Yellen has at being able to tell us what the economy's going to do next week, next month, or next year. And, of course, let's face it, that's another thing. Remember, another one of those things they told us never to do. Right? When you deal with your finances, you need to take what? The long-term view. <laughs> right now we're down to what? Whatever the headline of the day is. This is it's broken. And this is why you're starting to see all of the, and really I say all of them, I, it's so many now that have told you and warned you, you better have some gold. Right now, one of Donald Trump's main advisors talking about, let's go back to the gold standard. I hope that happens. But talking about gold, Goldman Sachs did a huge research project in trying to figure out what the gold supply is going to be. Because now, all of a sudden, we have record demand record demand for gold. The world has never seen it before. And mine supply is starting to fall. In other words, we hit peak supply last year. Gold, one of the rarest elements in the world, making making up roughly point zero zero three parts per million of the Earth's crust. And uh, they said, put it in perspective, one part per million, when converted into time, is the equivalent to one minute in a two-year period. So obviously gold much rarer than that. If we took all of the gold ever mined, all 186,000 metric tons, from the bullion that's at Fort Knox, and I'll say allegedly, to India's bridal jewelry, to King Tut's burial mass. If you melted it all down, it would be a 20 and a half meter sized cube. Right? So 20 and a half meters, it's like a basketball court. Basketball court, which is about 92 feet of a pro or college regulation court, and it'll go up about the state, right? So figure a, you know, a 90 by 90 cube. It would fit snugly into the confines of an Olympic-sized swimming pool. The yellow metal's rarity, of course, one of the main reasons it is so highly valued across the globe and, of course, for almost all of recorded history, recognized and used as currency. Unlike fiat money, which we can always print more, right? Remember, this is the theme. This is the theme of the banksters. There's only so much recoverable gold in the world. And despite the best efforts of alchemists, 
We can't recreate its unique chemistry in the lab. The only way for us to acquire more gold is to dig it up. But for how much longer? Goldman Sachs analyst Eugene King took a stab at answering the question, estimating there's only 20 years of known minimal reserves of gold left. And an an operative word here is no. Okay, so in other words, all these mining companies, they've gone out and they've surveyed the globe. Right, you got satellite technology now, right? And they go around and they they figure out where the gold deposits are. All of the easy ones have already been mined, right? When they when they do find a new deposit, it's usually in some third world country in the middle of nowhere. We're gonna talk about what King found out as to the known gold when we get back. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour, 800-951-0592. Delving into the other side, right? Now, you know, we, we talk a lot about demand for gold, who has the gold, where is the gold, we, we don't normally focus too much on the supply. But now, as we've seen this huge shift in demand, and, and more and more and more people wanting to hold the actual physical metal because they no longer trust the, the central bankers, the, the one percenters, the Illuminati, whatever, you, whatever name you want to give them. And, and obviously, let's face it, for good reason. Never, ever, ever has a fiat currency stood the test of time. It's never happened. I mean, look at America. We went fiat, really. We went semi-fiat in 1933. We went full fiat in 1971. In other words, that was when you could no longer, anybody, nobody could exchange debt for gold. And look at what they've done. The only solution they ever come up with, more debt. And they've tattooed it everywhere. And at first it felt good. Right? They'd get a, a, a jump, a spike in GDP. Every time they juiced the debt market. But then slowly, the, the spike was a little less, and then a little less, and then a little less. And now here we sit today, and there is no spike. And it doesn't seem to matter how much debt they create which means it's getting closer to the end. Because it's what always what happens with fiat money. That's what it's intended to do. 
and it lines the pocket of very few. And now more and more people are like, you know what? I see the writing on the wall. I'm going to make sure I get my pocket lined a little bit this next time. Gold Corp CEO Chuck Jeans predicts that we are within spitting distance of what he called peak gold production. They said, matter of fact, mining supply in 2016 is going to be down 3% from 2015. Now, you think about it, gold's up almost $300 an ounce. And they still can't get any more gold out of the ground. Matter of fact, they're getting less. And according to Goldman Sachs, the problem is going to get worse. What's more, few new projects and expansions are expected to come in the next several years. And the and the in the near term pipeline. They're saying that the fairly modest in scale means that global mine production is going to begin a a multi-year downtrend starting in 2016. If we look at the projects that open in just the last two to three years, every one of them, not... 80%, 80%, not every one of them. They, it's what they call in the industry low-grade. In other words, the amount of tonnage they have to move to get an ounce of gold is expanding. In other words, they got to move a lot more dirt. The gold that's in there, it isn't in what? It isn't in big clusters. In other words, it's not as good of a mind as the mind that they replace. And like I said, the places they're finding it at, according to Goldman now, they say that by the time they find the gold. So think about this as you're buying your mining stocks, thinking you're buying gold. By the time they actually find a deposit, to the time they actually run the first pile of dirt. You know how long it takes now? I just found a deposit today. My archaeologist was down there. We drilled the core samples. We've studied the maps. We've done the the due diligence. 20 years is what it takes. And according to now Goldman Sachs, they say that there's not very many projects even scheduled to come on. The truth of the matter when it comes to discovering new gold deposits, the low-hanging fruit has already been picked. Gone are the days of someone stumbling upon an an exposed hunk of gold at a river bottom and they say now that according to the the compounding the issue the number of years between discovery of a new major deposit and production is widening 
They say that worldwide now, 20-plus years it takes. Because you know where they're finding these things? In isolated, remote areas. There's no roads. There's no power. There's no people. There's no infrastructure. And, of course, that 1300 1500 2000 2500 $3,000 an ounce, not profitable. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Final segment on a Monday. Quick look here at the market. Uh, gold down a dollar, twelve thirty-eight. Two dollars, twelve thirty-eight and change. Uh, silver, another pullback here. Now it's back up to seventy-one ounces of silver to buy an ounce of gold, and that's just flat out too many. Uh, so I, I highly recommend picking up some more uh, silver today. Uh, today's special. We're going to take a. $10 U.S. Liberty gold piece. That's the uh, 1866 to 1907. You know, back when our currency was gold. Uh, we're going to get put you in one of those. There's $735 along with a roll of U.S. Silver Eagles. We're going to do the rolls of Silver Eagles. This is the lowest price in eight weeks. Get the Silver Eagles in there for $455. That makes it $1,190 per package. Limit five packages per customer uh, because we only can fit five rolls of silver into a box. Uh, if you want to uh, place an order today, 800 Nine five one zero five nine two. If you've never done business with us, it is we're about the easiest. Not about we are. We're the easiest company to do business with. Just call our eight hundred number, and just whoever answers, just say I'd like the special. That's all you have to say. We're just going to say how many would you like? One, two, five, whatever that number is. We're going to give you a total. It's thirty five dollars to ship it. We ship registered, insured U.S. mail. You pay for the product, personal check, bank wire, credit card. Once we have good funds, we ship it registered, insured U.S. mail to wherever we told you or wherever you told us. (laughs) It would be nice if I could tell you, but wherever you tell us, that's where we're going to ship it. What happens after that? Absolutely nothing. What I mean by that is we're not going to call you. We're not going to telemarket you to death. We're not going to try to pitch you something else. We're not going to try to convince you to sell that and buy this and do all. We just don't do that. If you want to do business with us again, call us. If you want to sell, call us. If you want to buy, call us. If you have any questions, call us. Or you can email me at doublej at allamericangold.com. Spell out the word double, the letter J, at allamericangold.com, and we'll be happy to answer any questions that you may have. Uh, Tomorrow, 
Got another great show lined up. We're going to talk about... I actually got an email from a customer, and I love it when you guys send me stuff, talking about uh, what the Rothschilds are up to and where they're putting their money. I'm sure you probably can figure it out. It's it's in a shiny metal four-letter word that starts with G and ends with the letter D. We'll talk about that tomorrow. We'll, we'll I guess, talk a little bit more about what the bankers bankers are up to in Jackson Hole and how powerful have they become and how big is the crisis that's coming so we can get rid of them. Patriot Radio News Hour will be back tomorrow. Everyone have a great Monday.